Welcome out there in podcast land to another episode of The Album Argument. I'm Ryan. And I'm Jeremy. And we are just so thrilled to have you here today. Thank you for joining us. If you are a first-time listener, The Album Argument is basically when one of us gives the other one an album to listen to with no context whatsoever. That person is supposed to go home, listen to the record, pick their favorite song, the one that they least enjoy, and then come back for a live response just to see what we think about these records. Yeah, we have no idea what the other person's going to say. We try not to share too much information ahead of time other than listen to this album. And so we've had... Uh, the album for this uh, podcast in particular for, what, about a month or so to listen? Yep. To, give or yep. take. And so uh, I guess without further ado, uh, so this episode's on Ryan Adams and his 2014 release, Ryan Adams. And so and I gave this to Ryan. So yes. many Ryans going on. So many Ryans. So I've been trying to practice this. So, <laughs> uh, But yeah, it's a self-titled album. So a little bit about the album before I give it off to Ryan. So... Uh, Ryan Adams uh, played in uh, you know played in groups in the past and so forth, but I'll, I'll just go off of Ryan Adams. So this was his 14th album, oh, technically, man. from what I've been able to find. So uh, 14th studio album, his first self-produced album. So that might be a reason uh, for maybe just calling it Ryan Adams, or I also saw in an interview he just couldn't think of a name, so just went with... Ryan Adams, right? And it's got his face on the front, and so maybe that's all. Simple enough. Simplicity is golden. Yeah, right? Everybody has a self-titled, So, but it's not his first album. I guess that's important to say. Correct. It's number 14. Why not make it number 14, your self-titled? Hey, why not? Well, they could be like Weezer and have like five or six different self-titled albums or and then just go by the color of yeah, the album. Yeah, green and this and that and, and so forth. And do you remember the band uh Days of the New? They did the yeah. same thing as well. Like every album was called Days of the New and just a different album color. And what Led Zeppelin did like 1 2 3 4 mm-hmm. and then went into physical graffiti. Houses of the Holy and yeah. things like that. Yep. So Well, I guess when we do our band, we'll have to figure out are we going to do colors or yeah. I don't know. Yeah. Whatever cool. that is. But anyways. Yeah. Uh, so this is uh, an album that I, I don't know, I just took to um, right away. With, I won't say too much, but just uh, maybe. How'd you come across this album? Yeah, so I guess uh, I did not listen to Ryan Adams beforehand. I was maybe aware of him and his music, and it was at Ryan Adams and the Cardinals and Whiskey Town and things like that. And I guess I probably came across it uh, listening on Pandora and things like that and just you know discovering music and somehow another YouTube watching this, that, or whatever, and came across, I think, a live version, probably the single, the first single, Give Me Something Good. I believe it was one of the late night shows as well. So Give Me Something Good was a single? Yes. Oh, okay. And at least, yeah, it was performed live on The Tonight Show or one of those, and I just said, what is this? And so I just kind of dove straight into the Ryan Adams album, and I've listened to some other things, and but I admit I always come back to this album. So I am a Ryan Adams fan. I would admit that if I could sing, I wish I'd had Ryan Adams' voice. I don't know. I think it's the perfect like acoustic, moody balanced with the rock side, and he also he runs the gamut of rock songs and punk and acoustic and things like that. I think most people know him as kind of a not a ballady, but kind of soft, acoustic, folky type artist, okay. right? And I think that's okay. maybe why what I thought of him as going into it. And then when this album came out, it's it's kind of a rocker. And 
some reviews out there saying, you know, it might not be his best and things like that. And, but that's not exactly why we're here, but in terms of just my listening to it and I don't know, it just, it rocks. It just has, and I'll talk about more as we go, but it just, I stumbled upon it somehow and, um, Funny how that works out. Yeah. And so it's, it's awesome how we have this thing called the internet and discovery services like Pandora. And even if we stream things like this, I mean, this was back in 2014, but I definitely used different streaming services then, but uh, I still use Pandora now because I like to hear similar artists and, or even on Spotify and Apple music, they have, uh, whatever radio station, like Ryan Adams radio. And then you can learn other similar artists, which is pretty cool. So. Uh, let's see. So this album did have a Grammy nomination for Best Rock Song and Best Rock Album, just nominated. Wow. So that's still a big thing. That's pretty good. Uh, let's see. It was, I did mention it was self-produced, but then it was also kind of co-produced with Mike Viola, right? Nice. So he uh, helped record it and uh, at the time, and maybe still a little bit now, is Ryan Adams' kind of recording partner and at his uh, personal studio, Pax Am Studio, which I've done some production for some other albums there too. Nice. So this is when Ryan Adams really started going into his own kind of recording style. And definitely, I think at this album moving forward, the sound of Ryan Adams is kind of, there's, you know, we talked about Green Day in a previous episode in terms of there's different versions of Green Day, two yes. or three. And so yes. I think Ryan Adams has multiple versions. And the last, what, eight years at this point has been this kind of Bruce Springsteen, Tom Petty, 80s, maybe 70s-esque, kind of lush reverb, rock, but still kind of melodic. All right, that's cool. So I like the melodies. I like his voice. Yeah. Um, The production's really good. It's got great bass by Tal Wilkenfeld, bass player. So she provided awesome bass lines in this album. Um, Yeah, and it was his first album, I should say, to debut number one on Billboard's top rock album. Oh, that's cool. So it was up there. And then, you know, it might not be... Uh, the most popular album out there, but I still really enjoy it. I still really like to listen to it, and um, I don't know. I wanted you to listen to it, and have, were you familiar with it at all? Or So with me and Ryan Adams, I, I remember back when September 11th happened, and shortly after that, there was a video that came across on MTV and it said, uh, Ryan Adams, and this description came on and said, this video was shot on September 7th, 2001. And it was, I think, a song called New York, New York. And a lot of it shows the World Trade Centers and stuff behind it. That was my introduction to Ryan Adams. And then, of course, like a lot of people, I made the connection to Brian Adams. And uh, from what I gather, I, I'm, I'm, I'm guessing he does not like that connection. Or people trying to mix that connection. Yeah, they're not similar at all. No, I would not say so. So originally, that is the only song of his I had ever heard. Now, later on, years go by, I am a subscriber to AP Magazine or Alternative Press for any of y'all that have ever subscribed to that magazine. And every now and then I would see an album review come out for Ryan Adams and the Cardinals or Ryan Adams and this new band or something. And I remember like one of the, reading one of the reviews for, for that thinking, Oh, Ryan Adams, that's the guy that did the September 11th song. And I'm like, okay. And I read the, the, the description is like alt country for Ryan Adams and the Cardinals. Yeah. That's a good description. And I was thinking to myself, 
there there are some alt country artists out there that I enjoy, but I don't like I like the more alt side and alternative side and less of the country side. So when I think of that, I think of like the New Amsterdam's, which is a side project from Matt Pryor of the Get Up Kids. Uh, I think of like uh, Dustin Kinshu. I, I hope I'm saying his name right, Kinshu. Uh, who is the frontman of Thrice? He has a his solo project, which is alt country. I like that stuff. And if I'm saying his name wrong, I'm really sorry. And feel free to correct me out there in in the socials. Is this also Wilco Realm? Uh yeah. I, I you know I I didn't get huge into Wilco. We know the connection that uh, my dad was uh, best friends with the original drummer of Wilco, and then you know Kim Coomer. And stuff, and and I liked Wilco Records leading up to a certain point, and I think Summer Teeth was the last one that I listened to that I really enjoyed, and, but I didn't get huge into Wilco, and I, I think you you did though, right? Yeah, I, w- I would say that uh, that might also be how I found Ryan Adams. Okay, you know, it could have been on a Wilco radio station or something like that. So That's I cool. definitely enjoy Wilco and foreshadow there will be a Wilco album. Or gotcha, two coming up in the album argument. Sweet. Um, Sorry to jump in. No, no, that's fine. Uh, So I can totally see that connection there. Now, that being said, I've never actually listened to a single Ryan Adams thing until about two or three years ago. And I remember searching YouTube or something and seeing that this guy covered the entire Taylor Swift album of 1989. And I was like, no way. And then I saw it was Ryan Adams. So I'm like, okay. So I listened to that and I was like, oh, it's, it's okay. It, it didn't, it didn't move me at all, except for the song, bad blood, his cover of bad blood. I really liked And I ended up uh, buying the download for that off of iTunes and the kids really enjoyed it. My kids really enjoyed it and whatnot. So that was my first real, real introduction into Ryan Adams was him covering Taylor Swift. I think that was on purpose. Probably good kudos to Ryan Adams, right? Well, and just the whole concept of appreciating because I'm assuming he recorded the 1989 album out of appreciation of her songwriting. I don't think he did it to like, hey, let me see if I can blah 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 blah. I think he he honestly saw two things that could come out of it. One, he really liked the album and wanted to do his own version of it, and two, yeah, it was popular and people might buy his as well. So I get the marketing side of that, but I also think that there was a definite artist appreciation there. Yeah, and also a lot of those songs that she might have up-tempo and fast, and then he took them kind of slow, and then whatever her songs are slow, he took them fast, and so it was a different production. It definitely was. Yeah, uh, artists have always been uh, influenced and... You know, story goes with uh, Jimi Hendrix playing Sgt. Pepper's just after it was released and things like that. So it's good nods totally. to other areas in the industry. Oh, yeah. And, and I think there's a lot more of that back in the, the 60s and 70s that doesn't get as much now. Uh, you think about how many people recorded the same song, even like like what Sloop John B. Like that, that has a couple different artists that did that back in the day. Yeah. Now, that being said... Uh, when you gave me this album, I was really, I was actually kind of intrigued uh, based off of what I knew from Bad Blood. I put this record on, I li- as I normally do, listened to it three times straight through, and I fell in love with this record. This is a must-buy record in my book. I will be purchasing a physical copy of this record. Wow. I think that's a first from me to you. Yeah. Um, I feel like uh, we. I, I'm two for four. 
with you. I mean, <laughs> you know, like I like I love Jenny Lewis, and but I already had a copy. That's of that. true. That's true. Uh, so this is a definite, and I highly. I'm just going to go ahead and say, everybody out there right now, download this record, Ryan Adams' self-titled album. Download it, buy it, whatever you got to do. This is a phenomenal record. It is almost a perfect album. It's very difficult to find a bad song. There is one song on there that I absolutely despise. And I, I wonder if you can guess what it is. I, I'm not going to make you guess because that's not the whole point here. But I'm just going to go ahead and say, the album opener, Give Me Something Good, phenomenal song. When I first heard those words come in, I was like, I was sold immediately. That's when I'm jealous. I go, why can't I sing like that? Yeah. And for those of you out there who don't know, Jay, Jeremy is actually a good singer. Don't don't let him dog himself like that. I am not. I'm no Ryan Adams, though. Maybe. But but still, still. Um, that was such a good, I mean, like, what a good opening track to an album. Like, wow. Beautiful. Yes, and it's got everything. Yeah, but I'll, I'll wait to say more. all good. I so like I was automatically hooked. I'm like, dude, I cannot wait to see where this goes. Uh, as I kept listening, you come across songs. Uh, Stay with me, shadows, feels like fire. These are all great tracks. But one track in particular, even though I really loved "Give Me Something Good," one track in particular really stuck out and hit me harder than anything else. It hit me from the very start, and every time I kept going back and listening to the record, this, I'm like, yep, this is my favorite song. Yep, this is my favorite song. Each time, kept going, and that is Trouble. Oh my gosh. The chorus to this song is phenomenal. So I should have said before too, uh, at the time, Ryan Adams was married to Mandy Moore. Correct. So she sings background on this song. Does she really? And Am I Safe? Oh, sweet. I did not know that. Yeah, according to some credits I found. Johnny Depp also sings and plays guitar in a few tracks too. Yeah, interesting I'll get to enough. that. So, but anyways, but uh, yeah, I think she definitely does help in this chorus. It is a oh my chorus. gosh, this chorus is and now. Give me something good. It's got a great chorus, but there's just something when I first heard this chorus. I, oh man, I the the first thing that popped in my mind was, I wish I had written this song. I wish I was the author, the writer of this song. Like, oh my god, this is great. This is such a, this is going into like my top 50 of greatest songs of all time for, and I, I know like, Oh, well, that's so huge for me. That's really big. I mean, we're talking like you and I both between us have thousands of CDs, hours upon hours of downloaded music. I mean, like for this to go into my top 50 is a huge thing. Uh, I love this song. It is great. Nice. I am. I'm very thankful that 
You agree? Yes, very much so. Um, okay, now, as it goes to... This was very difficult for me. Finding a song that... Well, I take that back. It wasn't difficult. There's one song that stands out I do not like whatsoever. However, before I get to that song, I was kind of teetering. Like, So my wrecking ball... Um, I, I was torn because when I heard the song, I really, I really like my wrecking ball. I like the song. It's a good song, but I felt like this doesn't fit the album. I had an issue at first with it, not fitting the album. Yeah. It's, it's typical Ryan Adams. Yes. From what I've understood, uh, cause you know, not listening to him really from what I've understood and thing and things that I, now this is an album that I actually went and read reviews on. Usually I keep myself 100% out of it, but I love this record so much that I had to go out and look at other things. I felt like this song did not fit the album. However, it's still a great song. But that being said, that's not the song I'm talking about. If I had to pick the one song I do not like, and I mean, I, I have skipped it every single time except for the first three times I did the playthrough, Kim. Walking down the streets, I watched you walk away to be Okay, so let me first start by saying a few lyrical reworkings in this song would be better. The, 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 the simple nature of it, you know, the, the intro, the going, it's not a bad song in itself. The way it's written, it's not a bad song. It just doesn't work for me. I don't like the I don't like him uh, calling out Kim in the chorus. I don't feel like it fits. Like you think about songs that have female names or even male names in the chorus or in the title and stuff like that and how they work beautifully together. This one doesn't. And I think this is one of the songs that, uh, that Johnny Depp plays on. I think he plays the guitar solo on it. It's not good. It's really not good. And if you're a Johnny Depp fan, that's great. I, I love him in a lot of films, nightmare on Elm street, in my opinion, his best work ever. If you're a Johnny Depp fan, that's great. I'm glad he's a musician or whatever, but this his help on this song does it it does not help. It's interesting though. The one note that I have for Kim, I mean it I guess it doesn't stand out as maybe the best song by far, but I just thought it's a good answer to the first track because it I hits disagree. You, it hits you and then it just pulls back instantly and then it goes up to trouble and then am I safe? So I don't know. I think as an album it kind of works. I can see what you mean though. It 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 is. It contrasts a lot of the other songs, and maybe it just doesn't fit as much. And Again, if some lyrical change was in there, I would probably feel different about it. it, it I just no. I I like a good opener, and then I understand what you're saying, like having a nice shift. This one just doesn't work for me. It doesn't. It's got a cool rhythm in terms of it. It it's in four, but it also kind of lands on yeah. a, a different beat in the pattern that kind of offsets it a little bit. Yes. So I think it always, when I, I kind of sing along and I go, yeah, it, it's fine, but I think I might skip it too. So I, I can see what you mean with so that one. After the first three playthroughs, I skipped this song every single time and I did not even feel bad about it at all. And yeah. So overall great record. Again, I highly suggest everybody go out there and pick this one up or download it, or put it on YouTube, Spotify, whatever. It's a good record. 
Yeah. So again, going back to the idea that I, I definitely think it it fills that realm of Tom Petty esque, maybe Bruce. It's got that big arena rock sort of feel. Yeah. Um, it's a rocker. It's kind of most of the songs are kind of more in a minor key. Yes. Uh, pretty simple on guitar. I was playing through them yesterday just to kind of see and because some songs sound a little bit more elaborate, not to diminish the quality of some songs. But then when I start to play them, I go, oh, it's pop. And they're pretty straightforward. And most yes. of these songs are, but they're pretty much uh, minor-esque. And, you know, it, it, they definitely all fit together. That's what I appreciate about the album. They work together. Um, I don't appreciate as much of his recent stuff because, as I mentioned before, this kind of started the Paxam sound, as I might call it. And now it's just too much reverb. I don't know if you've listened to any no. later ones. I... I like them. I wish it got soaked up a little bit more and kind of sounded more like this because this is nice and clean and clear with some reverb. So what what would you say is your uh, what would you say is your top track and and the one that you feel like might be lacking? I think it's give me something good just because it was the first one again. It's a That's good a top track. Yeah, it's a good okay. album opener. I had it's number, a great album opener. Yeah, I think it just the the drums come in. It's got it's a simple riff, just a guitar, if you can even call it a riff. It's more chord bass. The bass by Tal is great. Um, the vocals are spot on. It's the, got a killer chorus. Yeah, it's a chorus, so it's it's kind of more in a minor key, B minor in the, the verses, and then it goes down to G major in the choruses to geek out on a little music theory. It's got awesome organ, so I've watched yes. some live performances, and they really go at it, and it's just to have organ in a rock track nowadays, I don't know. Yeah. It's not abused in the track either, it's just, it's there and it fits. You know, it's funny, uh, because a lot of people who are huge pop-punk fans and I know that's kind of a different tangent from Ryan Adams here, but a lot of them don't realize how much organ was actually uh, placed in the pop punk song, especially like in Blink-182. If you go back and listen to certain Blink-182 albums, you're like, oh my gosh, that's that's an organ back there assisting the song. So, yeah, it's a good space filler because yeah. when you are mixing and you have an organ, you go, oh my gosh, how am I going to fit everything else around this? Because it does fill up so much space. But it's it just works really well. So, um, but tied for second, maybe if I do, if I can say that trouble also ties for second. Okay. Um, and then stay with me. So if I could play one, maybe stay with me. I also thought I think That's give me something song. good. Trouble and stay with me are all very similar. I call it riff rockers. The vocals are great. Um, I don't know. It's almost like he finished one. And he's like, oh, I got a little bit more. Let me write trouble. Oh, I yeah. got a little bit more. Let me do stay with me. Stay with me. 
And again, the chorus is great. It just starts off and it's simple, but I don't know. It just... It's such a good song. It's a good driving song. I do remember listening to this a lot when I was in Houston and I would drive to gigs in Houston's a big city and you'd drive for an hour from one side to the other and you just play the whole album and leaving it 5 a.m. in the morning for an early gig for AV or late at night from a studio gig. And it's just a good... It, it fills in all those gaps. I don't know. It's just... Nice. It's a big, it's a good album. So, it is really good album. Um, yeah, my wrecking ball. Um, I, I, I agree in terms of it kind of doesn't fit. I yeah. think it works well though in terms of how this album was written and the theme. I think his grandmother had died, and oh, so that's, okay. that kind of is the the focus of that song and yeah. some of the album. Um, I have an issue with how it's recorded, so it's got some phase issues for yeah. those uh, audio people out there, and so it's most likely maybe a couple of mics or just how they were positioned and maybe doing it themselves. It, it still fits and it works, but I have an issue with the recording quality, but there's one song that I don't like. Again, it was difficult to say. Um, I still like my wrecking ball enough to say that's not my least favorite, but okay. I have to play one song before I can get to my least favorite. So here is track seven shadows. It's not my least favorite, but I have to play this one first for the next idea to make sense. Okay. Shadows is a great song. Yep. It's kind of slow. It builds. It's got cool vocals and falsetto. But then the next track is a song I have an, an issue with because when it comes out of that, I've never liked how it goes from Shadows to Feels Like Fire, and they sound almost exactly the same because it's the snare hit. Oh. Now it might See, be. I like that. If they were sequenced different, yeah. like at different parts of the album, I might not have an issue with it. But I, I, I hear what you're saying. When I had to find one that I just did not like, I went with "Feels Like Fire" because I was thinking, what is something that I just have not liked about this album? And it took a while, and I thought. It's the silly snare, and it's just they're different tempos. I, I can know see that they're different songs. I just have never liked how the sequence goes from shadows, a slower snare, kind of drone, and then it kind of picks up with "Feels Like Fire." And I think the chorus progression is—it's not my favorite for "Feels Like Fire." Um, I don't know. Just it's a little bit more typical Ryan Adams, and then that's when I get into—I don't—I appreciate Ryan Adams for everything that he gives us, but some of the acoustic stuff it's not my favorite okay and i think the feels like fire kind of goes in that realm and you know it's i'll listen to it though yeah because again it's all great uh but all the other ones are uh great and yeah it's just an album that i keep coming back to and i love it and i'm glad you like it too yeah this is uh, i mean again i just want to reiterate out there if you are listening to this first off share your thoughts on the socials with us we're on instagram facebook uh twitter Please tell us what you think about this album. But I just want to reiterate that I really hope, uh, not only do I hope that when you've listened to the other episodes, maybe you go and check out some of the artists and whatnot. I, I hope you do. But I really, 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 really would like you to go out there and give this record a shot. I think Jeremy did a great job picking this one out and giving it to me. I would have never heard this record. And 
I'm very thankful that I have because this is this is a banger. It really is. It's a great album. Nice. And let us know too. Does it fit the uh, Does it fit the bill in terms of it's an album that you might buy out there? Right. As in Ryan saying he he will buy it. I will buy or, it. Or is it something that you'll just stream? Or is it something that you will never listen to again? I like that rating system. Buy, stream, or never again. That's <laughs> <laughs> it's plain and simple. In 2022, right? Yep. That's, well. Yeah, this is a good one. This is a good episode. Thank you, everybody, for joining us. Thank you, Jay, for this pick. Um, I, I greatly appreciate it. Please, again, like I said, join us on the socials. Talk to us. Let us know what you think. I'm really excited for upcoming episodes that are coming, too. Uh, hopefully, you stay with us. Like, comment, subscribe, whatever it is you need to do with us. We really appreciate you being here with yes. us. Thank you for listening. Yeah. I'm Ryan. And I'm Jeremy. Deuces. We are out. <laughs>